trust the movement I negate the chaos Uplift the negative I'll show up at the table Again and again Welcome to Grassroot Ohio Conversations with everyday people Working on important issues Here in Columbus and all around Ohio I'm Carolyn Harding And today I'm talking with Marcus Jones Victoria Abu Galium and Michelle Hendricks, all first-time candidates for the Franklin County Democratic Central Committee for their respective wards. They're running with the Franklin County Grassroots Democrat Campaign, Rep Your Block 2020. Marcus Jones is a university district resident from Ward 16. He wants to be a progressive voice for his community. He will advocate for environmental justice, a living wage, and racial justice. Victoria Abu Golium is from the Clintonville community, Ward 20. She will advocate for political reform for environmental and social sustainability, infrastructure, education, and affordable housing. She sees a future in Franklin County where the quality of life is greatly improved for all, not just the wealthy. Michelle Hendricks is a lifelong Democrat who has lived in Ward 84 for over 15 years. She graduated from Capital University with an MBA. She's a working mother of two. She envisions investments in stronger schools, safer communities, living wages, and renewable energy. Michelle loves volunteering with her kids and driving her electric Chevy. And she is the executive director of a charitable nonprofit organization for kids. And in full disclosure, I am also running with Rep Your Block in my neighborhood in Bexley Ward 2. And we are all on the ballot for this coming March 17, the primary election. So welcome, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So let's, um, when, you, when you start talking, just tell the folks your name so they can keep us all straight. Um, why don't you tell us a bit about your wards and why you are running to Rep Your Block? Let's start with you, Victoria. So uh, my name is Victoria Abugalium. I'm running in Ward 20, which is South Clintonville. And I've lived there for about two years now. Um, the first thing I did was change that to my permanent address. So I really enjoy living there. Um, and we're fortunate to have a pretty strong community, I think, over there. Um, and our public school system is strong over there too which we're fortunate for but a lot of the residents that i've been speaking with while i'm canvassing uh, have echoed their concerns that uh, that's not true across the county and so that's something that we as a community have identified as something we really care about um, another issue that we are dealing with locally and i would say this is more on our radar um, at the local level is the rising cost of housing in our ward. Um, I'm not a landowner, and thankfully my rent hasn't gone up, but I know a lot of people are slowly getting priced out of there, and it is probably the most affordable part of Clintonville to live in, and that's been something that I've been talking with residents a lot about when I canvass. How about you, Marcus? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um for me personally, you know, I'm running in Ward 16, and I decided to be a part of this Rep Your Block movement uh, because I very much, you know, believe that the Democratic Party should stand for something, 
and I don't feel like that's happening anymore. Um, I actually, you know, want to see the, the city of Columbus advocate for progressive ideals and values. And just talking to my neighbors, I can definitely see that, that you know, that's definitely a concern for them as well. Um, you know, when it comes to the issue that I'm advocating for, when it comes to like a living wage, that's something that's, you know, an issue of importance in my community. And a lot of people are not making enough to survive. They're not making enough to pay rent. They're not making enough to pay utilities and take care of their children. Um, you know, and and so just, you know, just trying to be a voice when it comes to that particular issue is, is you know, a significant reason as to why I decided to run for my ward. Um, and also the issue of racial justice. Um within my community and also within the city of Columbus is, you know, a problem that hasn't really, you know, r- racism hasn't really been addressed um, in a way that I feel like people feel like they have an equal oper- an equal shot to actually um, succeed. Um, and I think you just, you know, even when you kind of just look at, at an incident that recently happened, um, you can look at uh, the pro- the protesters that were, um, essentially vocalizing their concern during the MLK Day event. And they were kicked out for simply wanting, you know, you know, to be respected by police officers, you know, and the mayor just decided to have them arrested, you know, and it didn't make any sense. And that's kind of been what's been happening all across the country where, you know, my community, people of color in general have been silenced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that, you know, just incidents like that, that's what motivates me. That's what energizes me to make a difference, um, in my ward. And that's why this is so important to me. Awesome. How about you, Michelle? I was motivated to run based on the 2016 national presidential election. Um, so I have never been engaged in politics personally. I was always kind of a spectator. Um, But what I witnessed in that election and what has happened since has really just been a call to action for me um, in terms of what we're seeing is the erosion of our democratic norms and um, the erosion of democracy. So I, I, I live on the far east side, just outside of Reynoldsburg. And um, on my street, unfortunately, none of the families are using Columbus Public Schools. So we have a lot of homeschooling families. We have um, just one or two families that go to a, a private school. Um, but the, And a few use open enrollment in neighboring districts. But no one on my street is using Columbus Public School, and that's the school assigned to my neighborhood. So um, what I'm seeing is that the concerns of working families in my neighborhood are not being represented and are not being adequately addressed. Um, I share concerns with Marcus in terms of equality, whether it be you know, women's equality, racial equality. I believe that all of us are entitled to the same... Um, opportunities. And so 
you know, our, our um, ability to take advantage of opportunities in education shouldn't be dictated by our zip code or where, where we're born. Um, so I'm concerned for our, for our children, for their education. I'm concerned um, for all of us in terms of equality, um, equal rights in every way, and definitely the living wage situation mm -hmm. um, really mm -hmm. needs to be addressed. And a lot of people are touting the strengths of the economy right now, um, but we have an affordability crisis mm -hmm. where if you are – if you are wealthy and you are able to own a piece of the stock market, your portfolio is doing well. Mm -hmm. But if you are not wealthy and you do not own a piece of the stock market, you cannot afford basic necessities required to live. So we're seeing radical um, wage inequality, wealth inequality, um, which is really hampering the opportunities of a large portion of of our residents. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And um, I wanted to ask you guys, what was the moment you decided you had to do this? You had to just get off, you know, off the couch and um, and run. What was the moment? Let's start with you, Yeah, um, Victoria. I can go first. I think okay. I know the answer to this question. Um, well, I did not know what the Central Committee was or what its function uh, within the party was until I was invited to um, a Rep Your Block kickoff event. And that was kind of like, <laughs> that was like the only push I needed because I, I do consider myself um, to be active in my community um, and, you know, not knowing really where to start to have an impact. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with um, who might otherwise become leaders in their community. They don't know like what potential structures might already exist or really have the knowledge to access that or how did you um, find that? I mean, how did well, it actually my, uh, one of my friends invited me to the meeting. So, so they had like connections in Columbus. I moved here from Cleveland Um but yeah, that was the moment I knew that I was going to run because sitting there with everyone else, we were kind of just like, you know, no one else is going to do this if we don't do this. Mm. So let's do it. <laughs> right on. How about you, Michelle? Well, it it took me a, a little while. I'm a pretty thoughtful person. And so, um, you know, I don't have any visibility to other working moms or women that are really politically engaged. Um, but I was um, following some activist types of groups on Facebook, and one of them in particular, I remember, posted a picture that said, if not us, who? Who's going to fix this? And if not when, now, when? When is it going to happen? And I really just, I, I feel that it's part of my calling to be a good parent to my boys. So I don't want to leave them with problems that we are only going to exacerbate if we fail to address them. Got it. How about you, Marcus? Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, it's actually a moment that um, I'll probably never forget. I, I, was I went to an interest meeting with Rep Your Block. And after the meeting was over, I actually met uh outside with this guy named Ernest and uh we were essentially just talking about the issues that were happening in the city 
And he was telling me this this personal story about how one time, you know, he tried to shake, um, you know, Michael Stenziano's hand. And he told me that Michael Stenziano essentially just refused to shake his hand. Um, and, you know, just having that conversation with him, it seemed like he, w- he was definitely suggesting that he felt like it had something to do with the fact that he was a black man. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and to me, that is just very much symbolic of hmm. not only just what's happening in America, but the way the democratic establishment, for the most part, has been operating in general, where, um, you know, marginalized groups of people, you know, people of color, the most vulnerable, you know, vulnerable groups of people are, you know, do not have a voice in what in what's actually happening in the city. And so that, you know, for me, that was the final straw where I said, you know what, you know, I'm very much tired of just letting other people decide what's happening to the people that I care about most. I'm going to do everything I can to try to, you know, make a difference in their lives. So, And for me, I um, friends had kept telling me, oh, check out Rep Your Block. I think you should do it. And I'm an, a- I'm an activist and an artist, and I'm busy with Grassroot Ohio and the Columbus Community Bill of Rights, but I'm at the State House a lot. And I'm always, you know, you know, trying to get their, you know, awareness raised. And then I realized, well, you know what, um, we have to, if not me or us, who? And if not now, when? That was also. So um, Rep Your Block has a great structure. Mm-hmm. And, and a young gal, Nick, kept calling me. She was like the um, kind of the person that was helping in our area. And she kept calling me and helping me. And it was like. Oh my gosh, I couldn't, you know, say no. And then I realized, okay, I went to the meeting and then I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to start at the very grassroots level mm-hmm. of um, public office, which mm-hmm. is the central committee for the um, Democratic Party. And so there I wanted go. to go on and ask you guys, why rep your block and why not the, just the regular um, Franklin County Democratic Party? I, I'd be happy to answer that. Um, <laughs> unfortunately... Uh, sorry, this is Michelle speaking, but unfortunately, I was not able to find any information offered by the Franklin County Democratic Party as to how to rep my block. Um, as of the last time I looked, there was no information on their website at all uh, regarding how to get your name on a ballot, how to represent your ward, or how to join the Central Committee. Um, so the, they were not offering an option to engage. Oh, just one break. This is uh, Grassroot Ohio. I'm Carolyn Harding. And today I'm talking with Marcus Jones, Victoria Abu Galium, and Michelle Hendricks. They're all running for Rep Your Block mm-hmm. here in Columbus for the Franklin County Democratic Central Committee. Lynn, we're just, I asked a question why Rep Your Block and not just the Democratic, um, Franklin County Democratic Party? So, what about you, Victoria? Yeah, so um, I have, I I will admit, I have considered running for office before, um, but I'm also a PhD student, and so, you know, unless I took a break from that or totally decided to change my, you know, life course and potentially my career, I don't think I would ever have the capacity to run a campaign at the level that was like, you know, 
apparent to me that that's how you enter like the democratic party mm-hmm. is with you know money and connections and knowing um where to start and like michelle when i you know when i heard about the central committee i looked them up and you are correct there there's nothing on the website about you know really what does it do um and so they really just have a list of people who are on it um so to me that also came off as very much an intentional barrier um and that's why you know this position became important to me because I want people to know about it. That's what I've been telling my neighbors a lot too. Um, so that's why I, I'm running with Rep Your Block. And how about you, Marcus? Yeah. So uh, for me personally, uh, the issue of how to even get involved with the mainstream Democratic Party, I re- I honestly wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean. It seemed like I, I know that they apparently have candidates now, but it you know months back it like it didn't even seem like this was you know running people at the local level was even an issue of concern for them. Um, so it for me it, it very much seems like it's who you know um, and what connections you have to even run with the Franklin County Democratic Party. Also, another reason why I wouldn't want to run with them is. I very much think that they're just protecting the status quo and they're not really interested in trying to um, improve people, people's lives and actually, you know, fight for progressive ideals and values. Um, I think that the Republican light, to be quite honest, and that doesn't line up with, you know, the core of who I am. Um, and so, yeah, I, I very much, you know, that's what I love about Rep Your Block is it's very much just kind of ordinary people you know, who are interested in trying to make a difference in their community and, you know, and are actually, you know, are not just focused on, you know, consolidating power, but are, you know, but understand, you know, the importance of just, you know, of the lasting impact that we can have um, if we come together. So so what is the Central Committee? Actually, what if, if and when we get elected, what's our job um, any, um, how about you, Victoria? Do you know what, what the job is of a Central Committee member? Yes. So I know as much as I've been able to find out from not uh, being in it. <laughs> and so the Central Committee is it's a group of representatives from each ward in Franklin County. Um, I believe that's 152 seats on the committee. Um, some of them are vacant. Um, I think at this point, most of them are filled. Uh, because they can be filled on an appointment basis uh, if the Democratic Party sees that it would be valuable to um, appoint someone that seat in the interim between elections, um, which I think it has become common. kind of common and and maybe yeah. something to rely upon um, mm-hmm. from the establishment's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It uh, kind of demonstrates what Michelle was talking about earlier about like our democratic norms are being violated. Uh, we're not really getting to elect people into those positions if we go into um, an election and the person's name on the ballot is an incumbent and they're kind of running unopposed. No one knows about it. Um, but so the function is really to direct the party's platform and 
I guess our our purpose once we are elected, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we will be, absolutely, <laughs> is, at least try our best. Yeah, is to <laughs> is to vote on you know what kind of happens in the party internally, but also how we connect uh, with our communities at the local level. Okay, and I saw you, Michelle. We all, several of us, attended this last uh, Central Committee meeting. So what was your perspective of what happened at the meeting, Michelle? Well, I just to pick up on uh, what Vicki said, I think another important aspect of um, the role of this committee is to provide a party endorsement mm-hmm. for candidates who are going to be on the ballot that mm-hmm. voters see. Um, and that is a really important part of what the committee's duties are, and it's important that our neighbors um, and their voices are represented in that room and in that committee mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. endorsements are given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, one of the reasons that it is so important for voices to be heard from all um, corners of the party, from all voices within the party. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is that we need to make sure that um, it's not just the cyclical, you know, like they bring in the people they want to endorse the people they want to endorse. And, and, mm-hmm. and when you don't have like a group of people that are fresh with a new original um, perspective. democratic perspective, yeah. then you just keep kind of recycling mm-hmm. the same old ideas. But I'm sure that wasn't what you were thinking, but that's okay. We all kind of have those moments, don't we? Yeah. How about you, Marcus? What about you? And if you get that back, just let us know, okay? What's your question? I'm sorry? Um, what is the what is the function of this committee? Yeah, so in my estimation, the function of this committee should be to provide transparency about uh, the issues that the the city and the city of Columbus and Franklin County are facing um, to kind of you know talk about and have an open dialogue about the candidates that are running and. Um, really, you know, have a really an even keel discussion about, you know, who the best candidate, who the, who's the most progressive candidate potentially and and who we should be enjo- en- endorsing and what exactly is the criteria that we're grading mm-hmm. candidates on to mm-hmm. make those endorsements. Are we just making an endorsement because, you know, we ate dinner at their house one night or are we actually making an endorsement of this candidate because, you know, they're trying to push the city of Columbus forward and they're actually trying to fight for those progressive ideals and values that I was talking about earlier. And so to me, that is what this committee should should be, be about. But that's not the case right now. OK, Michelle, I apologize. I remembered where I was going with my last thought. Yeah. So one of the reasons that it's so important to have um, all of our voices represented when we're endorsing candidates is because. The endorsement of candidates is what is printed on our sample ballot. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing, um, I, I actually did poll standing for the first time in my life this past election. But um, what I think all of the poll standers could attest to is mm-hmm. that voters use that sample ballot r- religiously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't question it. And so I think... Voters believe that they're voting for 
a Democratic candidate um, when, in fact, they're, they're voting for someone who was likely appointed by the leadership of the party with, you know, no input from our wards, from the system that was put in place to protect our democratic values. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, I will admit that when I don't know a lot about one of the candidates on the ballot, like I I do have that ballot with me when I go to vote and mm -hmm. just like, you know, everyone else, um, you might default to that. And so that's kind of a, a huge deal if you can tip the scale like that to just secure that vote um, for any person. Yes, and the issue um, kind of goes hand in hand with if we're not going to have primary campaigns, um, there is no competition of thought, no competition of criterion. So, you know, it's basically become a rubber stamp process. I, I was very surprised. I thought that the larger body of the Central Committee would have been informed prior to um, voting on endorsements. And unfortunately, what I learned is that the larger body within the Central Committee is given absolutely no information on candidates prior to their voting on endorsement. I was very troubled to mm -hmm. see that. Yeah, it was almost as if they were just there to kind of like just make it official. But what what did they really know and what did they, you know... How did they help in this decision-making process? Mm -hmm. Nothing. And I confirmed that they aren't even given visibility to a candidate's employment, you know, wow. experience. They are given no information, and then they are asked to vote. That's not democratic. No. 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 Um, so, so will we be on the endorsed um, d democratic ticket? We absolutely will not no. be on the endorsement. No. no, I believe they um, <laughs> no appointed. They, they, <laughs> they endorsed ahead of the um, meeting. Some One individual endorsed the people that would be on the central committee, right? I heard that. I was hoping it would not be true, but I did hear that. Because if it is true, there is literally no way for new entrants to enter the party. There is yes. no avenue for us, you know, those of us who want to be involved, want to be included, there is no avenue. If there is now, though. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Rep your block 2020. That's right. Absolutely. Um, but, it's, but the party is doing all they can to thwart the efforts of Rep your block 2020. Including running people. Yeah. They call us fake us. Democrats, apparently. But that, that's complete nonsense. What I found out from the folks that I've met are you guys, and um, we're all people that have really been working on the ground, working really hard in our communities mm -hmm. to make our communities better in all different kinds of ways. So we're really people that have really know what's going on and really should um, be in there making, helping make decisions. Um, I just want to ask you a question. Do you, have you had any surprises in your campaigning or surprises, um, gifts from people or things that um, happened to you that kind of was a, a nice surprise. And we only have 30 seconds. Uh, one thing that was surprising for me was I was speaking to a neighbor um, while I was canvassing and uh, they were very apprehensive about voting in this primary. And the more I told them about myself and how little I was being supported in my campaign, uh, the more they were convinced. And then they gave me a campaign donation um, for my grassroots efforts. And that was really cool. <laughs> how about you? Um, I would say the biggest surprise for me is just having people 
very much welcomed me into their home just to have a discussion about, you know, what we're fighting for and, you know, and how we're different than the the Democratic Mm -hmm. establishment. And I've loved that. Absolutely. That was um, the most surprising aspect that I have found is that when I'm knocking on the doors um, of my neighbors, many of whom, you know, don't know me, um, depending on how far away from home I get, they've always been extremely gracious, extremely welcoming, um, and very supportive. Okay, that's our time, and uh, I wish you all good luck. I wish myself luck, and yeah. um, and I'm, I wish luck for democracy here in yeah. Columbus. Absolutely. Thank you for absolutely. absolutely. All right. Yeah. You've been listening to Grassroot Ohio, 94.1 FM, WGRN.org. We air Friday nights at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can listen to all our previous shows archived on the top post of our Grassroot Ohio Facebook page. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back. I'm down, I'm down.